the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, Anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Are you dehydrated? Be honest, are you? You probably are, and that's no good because we all know hydration affects your energy, your mood, your sleep, your skin, hunger, digestion, literally all the bodily functions. Water does it all. That's why you need to get your hands on a hydro jug. These durable and reusable jugs hold a half gallon of water, so you will stay hydrated all day long. I actually did the water calculator that they have on their website, and I found out that for my body and activity level, I need three quarters of a gallon of water per day, which I know I'm just not getting when I'm having a glass of water here and there. So having a hydro jug means that you can stay hydrated more and refill less. Hydro jugs have leak-proof seals, so they will never spill. They have wide mouth openings, so you can add ice or fruit, whatever you want. An integrated handle that makes it super easy to carry. And cute sleeves with a pocket that can hold your phone or your keys. 
There are also 40 different custom options, so you can choose your perfect hydro jug. Personally, I love the stainless steel ones for a super sleek look. Get your hydro jug at thehydrojug.com and you can use discount code GOALS to get 10% off your order today. Hydro jugs are game changers for anyone on the go. Again, use code GOALS at thehydrojug.com to get 10% off and start hydrating today. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about genetics and fitness, body image, how it all comes together, because that's something that I've been thinking about while I'm working out a lot recently, and something that Cal and I have talked about a lot because we have very similar genetics, but we still do. We'll talk, we'll get into like our differences, but obviously, genetically, we're super similar, so we do find the same things like when working out. Quad dominance has been a huge thing that we've talked about recently and one thing that I found was super interesting is with all the studies and like research that I was doing preparing for this episode so many of the studies were done using twins yeah I took a psych course the past semester and twin studies I've learned I didn't really know that before are so common like it's they so do cool. so much with twins but, but especially with fitness they would like have twins follow the same workout programs and see like the similarities and differences cool. and yeah because I mean there's different things that go into your fitness, your body, your body image. We talk a lot about mindset. We talk a lot about the training, but then there's also this genetic side. And like we get into more of the science a little bit when we talk about training and nutrition, but we've never dived into genetics and how that all plays a role into it. And it's also something that neither of us were like super experts on and and even now we aren't but we've been really interested in it recently and learning more about it and thought that we could share that with you guys so before we get into the specific details let's do our little recap this week i don't know if we've talked about this on instagram but i know we talked about we are trying new gyms obviously we're in a new country new location we have a really we have a gym in our apartment yeah, we've we've been in Singapore for a week, and we've pretty much been using the apartment gym most days. Which is great, because it, you know, it has dumbbells up to, like, 45 pounds. It's all in kilograms, so it's I don't all- even know. <laughs> 20 kilograms, I'd round it up. So, we have dumbbells. It's good for upper body cardio, treadmills, we can do outdoor runs. I've been swimming more. I talked to you guys about that last week. And, of course, we have the jungle gym, which has been great. So, upper body, we're good. We're solid on upper body here. The only thing is, with, like, lower body stuff, if we want to keep our strength, our strength up. Where it has been. Um, which, I miss a barbell. obviously, we want to do. And, like, I just miss a barbell. I miss Even a barbell Even on upper body so days, much. I miss a barbell. So, we need a gym for that, right? Because our gym here doesn't have a barbell. And there's, there is, like, really only so much you can do with dumbbells there's a lot you can do with dumbbells there's a lot you can do with i would say when you've been training when you've been training like with heavy, a barbell heavy. and you've worked that weight up to that like you just want that sometimes like i can totally do a routine with dumbbells and like get effective workouts in and have a good time but like i just miss a barbell when that's the way that i'm used to pushing my body sometimes so right so we have been looking for other gyms the problem is they're so expensive. They're wildly They're so expensive, expensive here. And, you know, understanding that I want to swim a couple... Like, I want to swim, I want to run, I want to do workouts upper body here at this gym. Yeah, if we get a membership at another gym that we have to walk to, we're not sure that 
we're going to go there every single day and we don't want to feel guilty about Especially staying home for a day, going for a run or a swim when or it's the literally jungle gym. $200 a month. Literally $200. Literally tw- if, they, if something was $200 a month, like, I would be there every single day for, like, the entire, like, I would, it would need to $200 be a, a month is obscene. I decided that maybe the only thing that would justify $200 a month is that if every day after my workout, they handed me the best smoothie in the world and then gave me a 30-minute massage. Complimentary. <laughs> that would be, like, the only well, thing that would not, make that's it not worth what it. Happened. So, <laughs> it was, like, we, we've tried one gym so far, and we have a list of gyms that we want to try. Yeah, we only got to one this narrow, week, though. We're trying to narrow it down. But the $200 really just threw us all Yeah, off. see, here's threw the thing. Threw us for a loop. We said th- this week, like, we would try a new gym every day, and then we went and walked to a gym on Monday, and then we had a couple days where we just stayed home because we were like, well, we can do upper body and cardio here, and then we didn't want to go back to a gym until and it was time for workout, lower right? body with a barbell. So, like... I don't want to feel guilty way overpaying somewhere if I really only need go max it for the barbell week, right? two or three times a week. So that's kind of the predicament that's that we're the predicament. in. So even we're like finding, we're trying to find inexpensive options and it's like a hundred bucks a month, which is still more than like the, in the US Equinox, which is like the pinnacle, the of, pinnacle gyms. of expensive gyms is like 170, just for reference. So like a cheap, cheap one that we're looking at is like a hundred, which is... It's just so. It's just, it's just expensive. So but we're trying one. Sometimes. We're trying one on Saturday that I think might end up being pretty good. They were very nice and welcoming to me when I went, so I have high hopes for that. So we'll see. That's Saturday. We so. shall see. But we did the um, going to that gym that we tried was actually really nice because in the U.S., like when we're in New Hampshire, we work out at home and it's great. It's perfect. It's everything we need. We don't have fun machines though. And even at school, like our gym in Boston, I don't think I used machines. Yeah, it's big, but they don't have like fun machines. Fun machines. Or, you anyway, know? so this gym that we tried had a hack squat, and I think that was the only machine that we used. But I've never used one before. Hack squat, if you don't know, it's like the it's like a squat a machine. Squat machine. Like you stand on the platform, kind of on an angle, and you can it... adjust your feet and. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind of comes at you from the front and rests on your shoulders. Right. It's kind of like a front squat machine. Yeah. But it's also kind of, but it like goes in your shoulders, so I don't know. It's it's like in between a front and a back squat, maybe. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Um, but that was super interesting. And that I guess. Was fun. But was it worth two hundred dollars? Absolutely no. not. Nothing about it made it worth two hundred dollars. It was kind of absurd. They like, they were also very pressury there. We didn't feel very welcome because like we walked in, we asked if we could have a trial, and they just like immediately sat us down with forms and tried to get us to sign like up. Paperwork. And, we were like, and I was like, Well, oh. could we have like a day trial to check it out first? Can we I at least like get a want. tour? Yeah, like can we get a tour or something? So they let us work out, and then after just like threw the forms in our face again, and he was like, Okay, like, sign here to sign up. And like, we were like, Well, never... how much is it? And he was like, Two hundred. And we were like, Whoa, like, we need to go home and talk about that. And he got all upset that we like weren't yeah. about to sign the paperwork right away. And I was like, You just lost my business because you were so unwelcoming <laughs> even though i was not about to pay that anyways now you super lost my you business su- i'm super not you gonna super pay that now <laughs> i was like online because i looked at online obviously if it said 200 dollars online like we wouldn't have gone and tried it out because that just wasn't realistically like, we're not gonna be paying 200 like i don't want to be paying 200 dollars a month out of my pocket like i would much rather use that elsewhere and I, it said something like 100 to 150 which is still a lot of money but it's like that's that's just the range that we're in here. But they didn't tell us the price until after when they had us, like, try and sign paperwork. Anyway, My it was a whole was thing. My mom was literally talking to me, and she was like, well, could you just, like, 
could you buy a barbell for the apartment gym? And I was like, you think that they would let us you think buy a actually barbell? Actually, our foam roller's down there. there. I don't, yeah, but I think it's different <laughs> to leave a foam roller in there than to just, like, bring in let an entire just, squat like... rack in there. And then you have to pay for the weights, too. Like, it actually would end up being an expensive That's endeavor. True. Right. And I don't think they would even let us do that. I don't that. think they would let us do that. But anyway, so that's what we've been thought. up to, trying to find new gyms. Um... What oh, else? this morning we went to a wet market. That is so true. We got so many good fruits and some vegetables and at a wet market. It's like outdoor mm-hmm. market of fruits, vegetables, meat, fish. Yeah. Because we talked last stuff. week about our first grocery trip. and Which was horrendous, if you guys remember. It was, It's just a lot like grocery shopping in a new country you don't know where things are coming from you don't know what some things are and all of that you just need to like you need to figure out what brands you like and all of those exactly but another really cool thing that they have in a lot of countries in asia and probably other places in the world are wet markets which are like outdoor markets like stands with fruits and vegetables and like in captain's head fish and meat like if you think that the fish section at a grocery store smells bad, then you have not been in a wet market because you're literally just walking through lines of, like, meat and fish. That is so true. I kind of forgot because how that, like, just stanky doesn't and fishy, us. Stanky and fishy. <laughs> stanky and fishy. That was at, a, like, our old grocery store in Hong Kong. Like, there was a mini one, like, in the grocery store and it mm-hmm. would just smell like fish everywhere. We got um, a bunch of fruits and vegetables. We ventured a little bit and we got prawns. So, like shrimp to cook. I'm so excited for them. They're gigantic. They're, they're like, so large. They're big, big boys. Um, and I got at the grocery store the other day, I got some like rice wraps for some fresh rolls. I'll probably like, it's, it's interesting, so I'll make it into a video. Or of course, I'll share it with you guys on Instagram, TikTok. If you make fresh rolls. If I make fresh rolls. I will. I'll probably make them. I was going to make them for lunch today, but it is noon and I just ate eggs and I don't really want to get into a whole like cooking things so we'll see what i end up making for lunch we had um i cut up so much fruit though we got back and i cut up so much fruit for breakfast we had papaya love papaya star fruit passion fruit mango um this other mango steen mango steen i asked the guy at the wet market i said um i tried speaking chinese because i've been forgetting so much and i said which is what's your favorite fruit and he said this mangosteen is the queen of fruits and in Catherine, i thought it was just okay like it was like it just kind of like existed right well i think the point is that like it's supposed to balance so durian is the king of fruits and it's supposed to balance out the flavors yeah i guess maybe it was like a mild like barely there flavor right and i think it's supposed to just be there to balance out the durian so we tried some cool fruits this morning some new things that we haven't had before we got a dragon fruit and usually when we get dragon fruit it's white dragon you fruit, get the white and ones. we cut it open and it was pink and i wasn't even expecting it and it's so bright like i want to get another and cut it up and freeze it and use it for smoothies because it'd just be like the bright pink incredible color so that was also an exciting thing we did i don't know it's it's been a week this week has gone by really it's fast week. personally um, we've seen a few people, gone to dinner a few times. Yes, we, we've made at least one friend, guys. We have one friend, we've guys. We've made at least one friend. Um, but we've, yeah, we've hung out with some different people, and hopefully this weekend is fun as well. I don't exactly know what we'll do. I think we're going, our dad wants to go on a oh my big God, bus tour so later into today. It. No, as I'm kind of, been, oh my God. I kind of understand. Why? Well, because. That's my absolute least favorite thing to do. Like, if you said to anyone what would Anne Catherine's least favorite thing 
to do be and it's probably a bus tour. a bus tour <laughs> is up there that just is li- like oh my god i can't even describe how much i do not want to go really it but seems listen, like the dumbest think about it, think about most it. irritating thing no stop ever. get that out of your head and be happy about it because you understand that with that like when you just like walk around and you live you're kind of only in your area and you don't really have a big picture of like what the whole country and the whole city is like I think doing this in the first couple of weeks and just like taking a bus tour around the whole place, then you have this big map picture in your head of what everything is. Head. And so now when you like continue it's to being live, observant. look around. Yeah, but you haven't been everywhere. You've only been able to be observant in your area. So I actually think that this is a cool idea because then you we get to see those new things that, as you go no, naturally. No, because that, but you're only. I think it's a good idea because you'll get the whole tour of the place and you'll see things that you haven't seen in places that you want to explore. I get no say in this activity. It's what we're doing this afternoon. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. Okay, so we've talked about how you can't, like, spot reduce. We've talked about genetics with abs and kind of, you know, your beginning body composition. But let's get into some more specific genetics and, like, working out while understanding your genetics. For the past year, I feel like I've been at a bit of a plateau, but I realize it's because I haven't changed any of my actions or my viewpoint on health and fitness. So this year, I'm going to be more intentional with my training and with everything that I put into my body. I'm really looking forward to finally making some changes and adding Hikate to my health regimen is going to help me push towards my goals. Run by and created for athletes, urban explorers, and everyday hustlers, 
Hikate has set out to revolutionize mental and physical health with the power of functional mushrooms. Their star power adaptogenic cocoa and capsules contain equal parts lion's mane, cordyceps, shaga, and reishi mushrooms to improve focus, cardiovascular performance, whole body protection from inflammation, and to help fight fatigue and stress. Hikate's mushrooms are organic, third-party lab-tested, vegan, gluten-free, and safe for sport. For all of our listeners, they're offering 20% off your first purchase and free shipping across the U.S., Canada, and Europe using the code CAROLINE20. So that's Hecate, H-E-K-A-T-E, and you can use CAROLINE20 for 20% off and free shipping on your first purchase. So genetics play into so many different things with working out, body type, body image. So of course, you're just like structure your distribution set point is something that we'll get into um you know genetics determine your metabolism how much natural strength you have you know how much strength you're starting with and then your aerobic ability your vo2 max how much oxygen um your body can utilize you know proneness to injury it goes so deep genetics go so deep and i think it's cool to understand genetics and learn more about it because it's kind of this balance between understanding what you can really control about your health and about your physique through fitness and nutrition but then also understanding that there are some things that are just genetically predispositioned like there are things that are just already determined about your body so it kind of helps you understand like I can control these things to a certain point and create my healthiest best body but I can't just like morph into some random person's body because there are things that are determined for me based on my genetics that I can't control there are things that you can and there are things so there's a lot that is set but there's there is a lot that you can control and that you do have complete control over and we'll get into this more but just to preface before we get into everything there are so many foundations of health and fitness that are true for everyone and so these are the things that we talk about in episode five, the fitness episode, these like the things that we talk about answering double take questions, all of these things that we share with you, advice, tips, these are things that we know to be true for everyone. So some of these things are like, you know, energy in versus energy out. That's what's going to determine weight gain, weight loss, you know, a fact for every single person. That's the same. Your metabolism, that's where it, that's where that stuff kind of starts to vary. Um, we know that Protein is great, and protein helps repair and rebuild muscle tissue. We know that carbs are your body's first choice of energy. We know that fats help carry micronutrients throughout your body. Like, we know these things are true for everyone. But it's when you get into the specific genes and, you know, all your DNA that we see some differences in as you go deeper within those topics. Yeah, so like Captain said, with this energy balance... We know that if you're consuming more calories than your body's burning, your body is going to gain weight and vice versa. However, however many calories your body burns, a lot of that can be based on just your body's natural metabolism, whereas some people's bodies naturally burn more than others. Right, so fast metabolism means your body exerts more energy exactly than and someone else and a you know, huge naturally. piece of that like there are a lot of factors that go into that like your history with exercise and nutrition like hormones like things like that but it's it's also genetic you know some people naturally have faster metabolisms than others and then when it comes to 
protein, like we said, how protein can prioritize fat loss and prioritize lean muscle maintenance and growth. That is something that's a true blanket statement. However, different people's bodies are going to pull fat from certain areas more easily than others. So that's another thing where it's And that's what we've talked about with like, you know, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Some people, I feel like a common body type is like some people store fat on their stomach and not a lot on their arms and legs. Other people store a lot on their legs, but not as much around their stomach. That's just genetics. That's how you are built. And then when you go to that, you know, energy surplus or deficit, that's when you're gaining or losing weight. That's going to happen like blanket across your whole body. So even though you're losing fat, it's not like it's going to pull, you're not going to lose fat from like just your stomach if you store more on your stomach. Right. So say you had two women and one of them genetically stored more fat around their stomach and then woman B genetically their body like to store fat in like the hips and the legs when each of those people if they follow the same workout routine the same diet and it's one that's set up to help them lose fat and maintain muscle they're not going to look the same in that process because one of their bodies is pulling fat from the stomach first while another body is pulling fat from the legs first So they may have the same amount of fat on their bodies, but genetically, each of their bodies likes to store that in different places, and they're not going to look the same because of that. If one wants to look like the other, losing fat isn't going to achieve that. Because you look like what you look like, and you can become slight like variations and build upon that, but you can't completely change that body structure. And also, in that same scenario, if two people... If these two women worked out exactly the same and ate the exact same diet, the effects would still be different because, like we said, people's metabolisms are naturally just different. So even if you're consuming the same amount of food, the same exact food, and even if in your workouts you're doing the same things and you're expending the same energy, one body might just naturally have a higher metabolism. The basal metabolic rate a BMR like is... Like your baseline. Yeah, so that is what a person's body burns when they do nothing else. So if you just, like, existed as a vegetable, that is your basal... That is your basal metabolic rate, and that accounts for about 60% of your total daily energy expenditure or calorie burn. So even if two people have the same physical activity and are burning the same amount with their physical activity, the basal metabolic rate, which is 60% of what you totally burn, could be different just based on your metabolic rate. So for that reason, even if you're working out the exact same and consuming the exact same, someone still could be burning more than another person and therefore the results are different. And like we said before, your body may pull fat or store fat differently and therefore there would still be differences there so that's why you see a lot online or hopefully you do if you're on the right side of fitness tiktok and fitness instagram you see people saying even if you ate and worked out the exact same as this person you are not going to just have their body you're not going to look exactly like them and you can you can look and feel amazing for you and be healthy for you Mm -hmm. That's going to look completely different than someone else. Right. Like, you can both have fit, healthy bodies. It's just not going to be the exact same body. So, this genetics and 
you know, variability between people and all of this stuff, that's not an excuse for you to just say, oh my god, it's genetics, like, I'm not even gonna try anymore. Because that's not true, you have so much control over building you have your so much abil- best, yeah, healthiest, you have so much strongest body. Ability. Genetics are just a fact. Like, that's not, it's not good or it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. Right, and I think that there are two ways to to kind of take the if you work out and eat the exact same way as someone else you're not going to just automatically have their body and that is that you and another person like might still be able to follow the exact same routine and thrive off the exact same routine that's not to say that someone can't suggest a workout routine or some of their favorite recipes and eating habits to you and that that's not going to work for you right that goes back to like the basics are the basics and the their foundations are pretty much the same for everybody like you and somebody else may thrive off the exact same workout routine but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're going to have identical bodies you're not going to have the same results at the same rates at the same exactly there's that slight variation but that's because you are your own person. Right. And then I think the other side of that is if you just see somebody and you like their body, just saying like, oh my God, you see it all the time. There's a TikTok of like any pretty oh girl my God. or any like skinny person ever. And the comments are just flooded with- What's the workout with, routine? Like, shut what up. What do you eat? What's the workout routine? Drop the ab routine, all that stuff. And it's like, one, that person may just be genetically predispositioned to look that way. They might- know nothing about fitness and they might not even be healthy at all maybe but even if they do just copying their routine is not going to it's not going to get you, you like into that. them it's going to potentially if it actually is a effective science-backed routine it may help you build your healthiest best body but it's not just going to morph you into them and i think that's where a lot of people go wrong is like they see somebody and they're like oh you have in this specific TikTok video, you have flat abs and I like the way that your abs look. What's your ab routine? And then this person responds and says, I do 50 crunches a day every day and that's all that that's I do and that's get what gets you. me that's abs. That's not going to do it for everyone. Sure, maybe that's all they do, but then that means that your genetics might be wildly different from theirs because I know that if I if all I did was like just 50 crunches every day like some nothing people say, like nothing my- would happen to me. Physically, like, that's not how my body thrives. That's also not how I feel good because I feel good when I'm active and I consistently actually work out. That's, like, how I feel my best. But that's just not it. Like, any person can't just spit out a routine and then you try to copy it and think that you're going to morph into their body. That is just so It's probably a great thing to do because activity is activity, right? Right. If you're going for a certain goal or you want a certain effect, then don't expect their same effects. Something super interesting is that there's a study by Henry Chung with Angelia Ruskin University. This is in the UK. And they found that genes can explain up to 72% of the difference in outcome between people after a specific exercise. So that's the variability that we're talking about. With If two people did the same exercise, same thing, there's going to be... there's going to be a difference. So of that difference, 72% up to 72% can be explained by genetics. The other percent could be maybe someone was going slightly harder. Maybe someone like had a bit more water, a lot other things. But most of the difference in effects of a workout routine, the same workout routine, two people were likened to genetics, which is 
super interesting. And when you say difference, you mean difference in the results and the effects from doing that exercise and workout? The difference, so of that workout, take the variation in effects between. So two The variation people, of what, though? The variation of in the moment what they're doing no. in their form or the variation no, no. of the effects afterwards? So two people do the same workout routine. Afterwards, the effects of that workout is measured. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Of that measurement, 72% of the difference in those two measurements is because of, is their, because genetics. of their genetics. Yeah, not because... So, so two people could do the, the exact same leg day routine and, you know, maybe one pushed slightly harder than the other, but most of the difference in the results is based on their genetics. Right. And that's not to say that one had a better workout, one had a worse workout. That's just to say that there are differences. Mm-hmm. And Cambridge University went deeper with this, and they targeted 13 specific genes. So of all of your DNA genes, all of it, there are 13 specific genes that are linked to those differences. So it's really interesting that you can see exactly like what the variations are, that there's an actual tangible explanation an understanding of the variations. I couldn't tell you what the genes are because I'm not a scientist. But I still think it's super interesting that you can trace differences and variations back to actual genetics. So can you outtrain genetics? Quick answer before we get into our explanation. No. You can train with genetics, you can train, you can work out, you can do whatever you want, but your genetics are your genetics. Like you can't there's no amount of training or there's no type of training or nutrition that can change your genetics but what you can do is you can work with your genetics and work with your body to make changes so what I mean by that is like there are things that you cannot control you cannot control your bone structure like I cannot control that I have narrow set hips that make it so that she looks like a boy rectangle whoa (laughs) I cannot change that like my bone structure is narrow and that I don't have like the most curve of a hip and that my legs are narrow enough that I could probably never have a thigh gap. Like there are things that are just out of the control because of that. But what I can do is if I want, I can grow my glutes. I can strengthen my legs to like make them feel like more of an asset, things like that. So you can work with your genetics, but there are things that you can't change. You also, you can't change your height or like the length of your limbs like you can't change the length of your arms and things like that you also while you can control maybe how much fat you have on your body and how much muscle you have on your body you can't change necessarily where where that that goes goes. where your body puts that so it's about not trying to and again nothing is like good or bad it's just the way it is Yeah, and so I think it's kind of coming to the understanding that you're not going to change your genetics, so why fight them and try to push your body to do things that it's just physically not going to do, and why not instead work with your genetics to, like, make those things assets and make them pluses and just build the healthiest, fittest, strongest body that you can out of the body that you have. So another study, we talked about this in the beginning of the episode, but this is from the European College of Sports Science. And uh, there are a ton of different studies that prove the exact same thing. But basically, 40% of your body potential is predetermined, pre-established 
by your genes. So your genetics control kind of 40% of your body and your body's potential with fitness and nutrition and health and all that. 60% though, which the majority, is completely in your control. So 60% you have control over. That 60% means if you train, if you work out and you progressive overload, you lift heavier, you can get stronger, right? You If you run and you set a running program and you stick with it, you can run faster and farther and all these things are totally in your control. So 60%, looking at it from just like a body aesthetics kind of perspective, 60% of what your body looks like is in your control. 40% is predetermined by your genes, which we've already said it's not good or bad, it's just how it is. 60%, that's all you. And then the same goes for how your body can perform. Like we all know people who are just athletically inclined by nature. They're like naturally I'm a better swimmer than Caroline. That doesn't mean she can't swim. Right. That just means like I'm a little bit faster. It comes a little bit easier to me. Like our mom with tennis. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she's just I don't know, she's just better at tennis. And like some people just naturally have more endurance than others or more strength than others. Right. Some but... people are born with a lot of muscular strength and muscular ability, just baseline strength. And some people are born with a lot more aerobic ability. Some people have higher VO2 maxes. That's just like, you know, how much oxygen your body takes in and can utilize. That's but, all just how it is. But you shouldn't use those genetics as an excuse because you can look at it from the two different perspectives. Think about somebody who is naturally has good endurance and is strong. Maybe they just think of that as like, Like, that's just what they are, whatever. They've always just naturally been good at it. So then, because they've never had to work for it, then they never practice it. Maybe they never use that endurance and run, or they never try to build their strength or use their strength, because somewhat it's always come naturally to them, so it's just, like, not something that they do. But then, you could have somebody who's naturally was not maybe, like, a great runner as a kid, didn't have that endurance... But they wanted to work for that for themselves, and so they practiced, and they worked on it, and they built it, and now they've become amazing, and they've built this endurance up, and all of the practice and things that they had to do to get there have made them a really healthy, really strong person because in a way they had to work for these things versus for the person that it came naturally to and that's not to say like a lot of people like athletic abilities come naturally to them and then they like still love it and they work at it but some people might use that as an excuse so that's not to say that it's like better if you're naturally athletically inclined because it doesn't really matter all that much whether you're athletically inclined like by nature or not because what matters is like then what you do every day with it if you're working for Mm -hmm. it and if you're continuing to do it. Right you can also just think of your genetic ability as a baseline like besides your baseline then people have the same capacities and the same drive to improve and get better and put similar amounts of energy like it's just a baseline of it's just where you're starting your genetics in this sense are just Mm-hmm. starting points and that's again why it's you versus you it should never be you in competition with anyone else or you comparing yourself to anyone else because there are so many things that just by nature are different between you and anyone else so all you should be comparing to is how are you doing compared to past versions of yourself how are you doing versus you yesterday and you last week and you last month 
not the random person next to you at the gym, not somebody in your class at school, not somebody who's like on the sports team with you because you're not the same person. There are so many differences between you two that it's just not fair to compare yourself to somebody who is naturally different than you. You should be comparing yourself to your own progress. Right. So then training with genetics just put more emphasis on you, where you started, where you're going, what you want to do, because you really, like, you can't compare. Pistol squats. We've talked about this before, but Crown and I, we both have very similar amounts of strength. We both lift similar amounts with, like, talking about lower body right now. And we lift similar upper body, too. Can you pay attention? <laughs> just basking in the sun for a moment. I look over and kind of her head like tilted back so it fits into the sun coming in the window right now. Anyway, but like I can do pistol squats. Caroline simply cannot. No matter how hard she tries, she physically cannot. And it's not a matter of strength because our strength isn't super different, but it's just because, I don't know, her body doesn't like exist that way similarly I other people other... do more chin-ups than a captain can so 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 and that's so also that. based but on also, practice as well right one time so when i learned i could do pistol squats it was like a whole thing for a while and everywhere we would go like i would be like can you like we, people just do, be doing pistol squats and we'd see who can do a pistol squat and who couldn't because i thought it was so interesting that i could caroline couldn't and people that had a lot of strength, like, worked out a lot, that maybe you would expect, like, oh, strong, you could do a pistol squat. Couldn't. And then people that weren't super strong could. And that's just because, like, people's bodies and, like, joints move differently. With that, um, other thing, oh, quads. This is where it all started with our talk about genetics. Carol and I, genetically, are quad dominant. And let me tell you, like, the Kneen genes for quads stay so relevant (laughs) and recently i've been feeling like every exercise i do hip thrusts feel nothing in my glutes burning in my quads like squats quads deadlifts i still utilize my quads like more than you would expect right but that's just because my body pulls strength from my quads so recently when i've been trying to target glutes or hamstrings or other muscles than my quads it's been really difficult to engage them Or engage them more than I do my quads if I'm trying to target that one muscle. So I've had to figure out and try out different ways to engage my glutes over my quads. Or to kind of target muscles over my quads because because of that quad dominance. So for me, now I'm going to start doing more hip thrusts with my heels elevated. Because that's that helps you push through your heels. You utilize your glutes. And even um, with my back on the floor. Because having your back lower than your knees is going to help you pull from your quads less so that's a modification that you can do if you're quad dominant and you want to target your glutes but there are all these things that it helps when you understand genetics to kind of tailor specific little things to you and what you want to do when you have big goals in a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. So all of this to say that there's something that you want and it's genetically supported. Possible for your body. Possible for your body. That's amazing. Go off, like, go do it. For for example, if you are super, like, if your aerobic ability is super strong, go off. Like, go run, do your thing. Keep going. That's amazing. If you're not, if you have a lower aerobic ability and you still want to run or do a lot more cardio, then it's going to take more effort and more time to work up to that but that doesn't mean you can't it just means that understanding yourself can help you get to the places you want to go and then in terms of your actual body composition kind of understand the role that your genetics play so that you have realistic goals for yourself and goals that are actually attainable based on your genetics and your natural body and then you can set realistic goals for yourself in making the strongest, healthiest body like that you are most confident in because I understand that like aesthetics and the way your body looks as much as we want to say like it's it's not the most important thing and it's not the most important thing like but it is you feel confident how, when right. you're in a body that feels aligned with you. What you can't do is have these unrealistic goals that don't align with the way that your body is built. So if you focus on the taking the way that your body is built and then creating your healthiest, strongest body that makes you feel confident, that is the goal. The goal is not to try to copy somebody else's that isn't meant for you. And with that, welcome to the double take. Woo! Guys, our first double take in so long. Our first double take of 2022. First double take of 2022. So many questions. We ask these questions on the podcast Instagram. If you aren't already following, it's at Girls with Goals Pod. You should hop on over there. We're very active. It's like a shared account with us. And that is typically where we collect these double take questions from as well. 
The first question is, do you guys have boyfriends? No. No. Absolutely not. Next question. What do you do if you aren't seeing results in the gym? Keep doing what you're doing. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're doing. But if you're doing the right things. It takes a long time Mm -hmm. to see, like, major results. Here's the thing. We get discouraged when we don't see results super quickly. And then we give up. And then a few weeks later, we try again. And then the same thing happens and we give up and we never actually make progress. Whereas if you commit for a longer period of time and you waited it out, then you would actually get there faster than if you kept giving up because you didn't see overnight progress. With that being said, if you've been, you know, sort of at a plateau for a very long time not seeing any changes, then it's maybe time to like evaluate what you're doing and make some changes with that. Make sure if you're lifting, which lifting is key to making those like physique changes, Make sure if you're lifting that you're progressively overloading, which means that you're improving in different ways over time because that's going to help your body like not plateau and continue to improve. So that means you're increasing weight over time, you're increasing reps over time, you're improving your form. Like there are a lot of different ways to progressively overload. So make sure you're doing things like that. And then also look at your nutrition. Are you eating enough protein? Have you been in... A deficit for way too long that maybe you need to take a break from that to kind of let your body and your metabolism recalibrate so those are some different things to look at if you do feel like you've been at a plateau for a long time mm-hmm. thoughts on the 80 20 rule for eating i don't think there needs to be like rules around eating but the whole point of it is just saying i'm gonna eat healthy, healthy. And, balanced. and that's another thing that eating healthy it's become such a negative and like diet and more like a forced thing right when that's honestly just like is the right way of eating and the 80 20 rule just implies that i'm gonna eat healthy i'm gonna eat in ways that make me feel good that make me feel energized that make me be able to do all the things i want to do and part of that is also if i go out for dinner or like a birthday or if i just want something that's maybe not deemed super super healthy super nutrient dense then i'll eat it Right? The whole 80-20 rule is just giving a, it's kind of a like mindset a, and like a yeah. kind of, I feel like it's more of a visualization on balance. Yeah, it's like this abstract vision of balance. And so I think that what's good about it is it's not like you're you're looking at every single thing and you're like, it has to add up to 80%, 20%. Because like, no, that's not the thing. It's just the overall concept that like what matters is what you do consistently that 80 percent of the time what you're doing what you're eating those are the things that actually make the difference then you have that 20 percent of flexibility that you know supports you in other ways you know makes you mentally happy during like some moments and things like that so it's just kind of this Mm -hmm. like concept of balance and flexibility which is a good thing so i i'm in full support of the 80 20 thing it's just kind of more so the vision of balance versus like I have to make everything add up to 80 20 which I don't think is ever the thing because no one's like Mm. actually doing that right right. are you on apple podcasts yes yes we are yes we are a lot of you guys are probably listening on apple podcasts which if you are please leave a quick rating and review that actually helps us and supports us a lot spotify also just released reviews or ratings as well just star ratings so if you have that feature dropping us a rating, leaving us a review. That really does help Girls With Goals get out to more people, and we really appreciate it. And we love reading them. We do love reading them if you, like, actually leave an Apple podcast review, but even 
tap in the stars, you know, five stars, if you will. We really appreciate that. There are a lot of varying questions in here. What do you do when you constantly find yourself thinking about food or your next meal? Eat more, right? That's kind of a key to mental mental hunger. hunger. And eating more doesn't mean like you don't have to eat in a giant surplus, right? If that's not going to benefit you. Eating more is like maybe eat more in eat more for breakfast eat a more solid breakfast and then you will be satisfied spend the rest of your time waiting for your next time to eat because you you're already fulfilled and by the next time that your body's hungry like satisfied again and that'll just kind of ease the the mental part of it yeah i think when that's happening like it's either hunger or something that i found is like it's maybe just kind of your brain's like safety thing or you aren't filling your life and your mind with other things you know if you have like other things that you're thinking about it's just like you're hyper fixated on it right exactly like I think that you can one make sure that like you're listening to your hunger cues like when they are hunger cues but if you just find that like all you're focused on is like food and your next meal and things like that like you need to find other things to fill your brain with and fill your time and your day with because you just kind of need to, like, take some of the mental focus off of that and replace it with other things. Um, a lot of questions about supplements and protein powder and specifically one that says, what protein powders do you recommend? I find a bunch make my acne flare up. Acne correlation might just be... Whey. Whey. So, like, dairy. more dairy. So, try vegan protein powders or the type of processing you can get like a higher quality protein powder um is gonna likely help that a little bit yeah I love adding protein powder to smoothies to oatmeal things like that to like add protein to sort of breakfast things or dessert things and things like that like or snacks throughout my day it's like a good way to make a meal more well-rounded and to help you get protein you can also have a protein shake right after a workout because protein post-workout is really important so I do think that you know having protein powders are really beneficial and can like really help anybody get more protein in throughout the day and make meals like that I have been using vegan proteins for a while now just like I find them easier on my stomach for digestive reasons. Because whey is dairy, it can be like kind of uneasy on some people's stomachs and also just like the processing. So what I look for in a vegan protein, but also in a whey protein, if you're sticking with whey, if you can find something that's like low temperature process, things with less ingredients, more stripped down, if they have like so many additives and fillers and things, I try to stay away from that. So I found one in Singapore right now. It's an Australian brand. I'm not even sure what it's called, but it's what I've been using this past week. I actually, like, think it's pretty good, and, like, what I looked for is I didn't want any, like, sugar alcohols and fake sugars because those mess up my stomach, so if something has, like, a sort of sweetener in it, I try to go for stevia because that's the more natural one versus things like... Yeah, versus things like erythritol and things like that that are sugar alcohols and are just kind of chemicals. So I look for like for stomach and for health reasons and likely for acne as well things that have fewer additives are most natural and then also if you are experiencing acne and you think that it's a cause of that it might be the dairy in the way tips with soreness i've been super sore just because we've been trying to find a new gym so i've been trying out different types of workouts and soreness comes from you know using your muscles in 
different ways than they're used to. So I've actually been experiencing a lot of soreness recently. With that, I've been foam rolling and stretching like crazy. And it's actually been super enjoyable and it's helped a lot. But also just water, eating your protein, time. Advice for letting people go in your life. I was talking to someone over DMs about this the other day. And I answered the question by just saying, like, if you have to ask that question, then you probably should be letting someone go. Because the right people in your life, you're not going to question, do I have to let them go? Like, think about how kind of crazy that is with somebody who is, like, actually a good person in your life. There would never be a question about, do I need to cut them out? So if you're asking that question, then you're probably right. But then now for the hard part. The part that I am so, so bad at is the actual, like, letting go of people. Whether that be, like, from your perspective or from, like, how do you let them know that... Right. Where your head's at, like, that's the difficult part. You could, depending on the situation, like, having an open and honest conversation, calmly, respectfully, nicely. Um, I would hope that's something that both of you are comfortable with, but if you need to be letting someone go, then maybe not the most comfortable thing to do so then you could just like phase them out of your life exactly just gradually i think unless somebody was like a key component of your life unless they're like a best best friend or something like there are a lot of situations where you know you can just drift apart from someone and you can kind of make it a natural transition Mm -hmm. i will say that if somebody is like a best friend and they decide that they want you out Drifting of your life. Drifting apart is like, not a thing. Then, that then you, you should, should have be, a conversation. Because we've, like, actually experienced that recently. Where right, there was not respectful. There was a friendship that, like, definitely should have had a conversation or something, and it didn't. And I, yeah, that's not respectful at all. But if somebody, if it's, like, not at that level and it's more casual and it doesn't feel like it requires, like, a breakup conversation or something like that or something to work through if you've, like, made that decision Mm -hmm. that this is just not somebody I want around me. Slowly, you know, or not slowly, like, whatever you want. But, like, phasing them out, drifting apart. But also, if they're not getting it, because I've had so many situations where maybe, like, I just don't vibe with someone and I don't want to keep hanging out with them as much. It didn't, like, require a whole conversation that would be a lot for this situation But then if they kept, like, reaching out or wanting to make plans, then it was kind of a tough situation where having a conversation or verbalizing it was, like, a lot. But also going the drift apart route wasn't working. So in that situation, I think, I mean, the best thing to do in any situation is to be honest and open about what you're thinking. And then for the other side of it, like, mentally letting somebody go from your head because, like actually stopping spending time with someone is one thing but then like mentally to stop kind of giving them energy in your head or your thoughts and things like that shifting focus to yourself like you have this amount of energy that you can give and now you're not giving it to that person anymore shift that focus to yourself and give positive energy to yourself and also you know Find more appreciation for the good people in your life around you. And because now you have this extra energy to give that you can give to others and you can give to yourself. How did you choose your major and what careers do you want to do? Love the show. Thank you. And we're both international business majors and we chose, we chose this separately, but basically we grew up in Hong Kong for our dad's job. He does 
international business type stuff so we've always been exposed to that and we've always really you know wanted to learn more like asking him questions about what he's doing listen to meetings like we've always just been interested in the business side of things our mom is a nurse so we've had exposure to the more like medical type stuff and super interesting but it's just not something that I personally would be super happy doing but we always were super interested in like business and even with you know there's a lot of stuff with the podcast that there's so much business behind it that we really enjoy and business also in the sense of like creating something like I love marketing because it's like thinking of every aspect of the brand like what's the brand voice like what is your message things like that like I love creating things like that and we've always been very creative and entrepreneurial and Mm -hmm. seeing ourselves in that we've always kind of had that mindset as well as you know international business growing up abroad and traveling we love having those experiences especially through business and through work and having it kind of ingrained in your life yeah and so I think that since then I mean I know speaking for myself but I think we're both similar in this since we grew up like internationally for our dad's job like I always knew that I wanted to continue to experience the world live internationally travel things like that and I also felt like very entrepreneurial like I wanted to create something for myself kind of be my own Mm -hmm. boss have a very flexible life and career so honestly what we're doing now is like a dream because it's creating that flexible career it's creating something for ourselves Mm -hmm. and something bigger than ourselves but also I mean I see it evolving and going in so many different ways especially since we are getting international business degrees in marketing in entrepreneurship and learning yeah and learning so much along the way I just see this continuing to evolve and I see it being able to branch out in so many different ways so it'll be interesting yeah so to to answer the second part of that question what careers do you want after school school is this just bigger exactly and going in different directions right and making all of our well just like plans and dreams with this be able to actually happen so thank you guys for listening I hope you enjoyed that episode and got some good stuff out of it Follow us on Instagram at Caroline Kinnean. At Anne Catherine Kinnean, and our podcast account is at Girls with Goals Pod. And our name's on TikTok as well. And we will see you next week. Bye. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.